Welcome to Taking the Plunge podcast. We are excited for our guest today, Mike from Mill Valley, California. He's had over 15 years in the dating scene, so he has quite a few stories, which are pretty crazy. One having to do with someone he nicknamed Psycho Nurse. So stay tuned to find out about that and so much more. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Taking the Plunge podcast, Mike. We're happy you're here. Thanks for having me. Just to kind of start out, obviously I reached out to you in kind of a unique way. Basically, I reached out to Mike on Bumble and just like asked him to be on the podcast since he lives in California. I'm in Illinois. So I said, obviously it's far, but would you be interested in being on our podcast? I find it fascinating. I've been single for about 15 years now and have dated during that entire time. I've had a couple relationships of significance, but I think it's a uh, I'm, I guess maybe I'm a sociologist at heart, so I always find the human condition to be very interesting. And so uh, an opportunity to chat about uh, dating experiences uh, sounded interesting to me. Well, cool. We're happy that you're here. <laughs> so when you became single 15 years ago, did you go to the dating apps right away or did you try something more organic? I went to the apps because it was back then it was like Match.com was kind of new and bustling and people were talking about it and I've been in sales and marketing my whole life and so for me indirectly it was like well this is easy you know it's like instead of selling a product I'm selling myself it's my favorite product uh, <laughs> uh, so it became relatively easy for me to kind of step into that I've never been somebody to go to a bar and like, you know, say, Hey, how are you? It's just never been my, my MO. So, you know, I've met some wonderful, wonderful women uh, along the way, a number of whom I'm still, you know, good uh, friends, friends with. It's been an interesting, uh, an interesting ride to say the least. And again, it's the catch 22. If you're single and you're out there dating, you're going to run into folks who you connect with and, and feel like you've got some, some commonality. And then you're going to run into folks, where you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, how, how did this person escape? So, uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. so just out of curiosity, how do you select people on the sites? You know, the first thing that? I look for some kind of a chemical attraction. Um, I'm very drawn towards smiles and hair. So those are the two, two of my big ones. Uh, so I, I, I often laugh whenever I see a profile it starts off and like maybe even their moniker is, you know, smiley person. And then lo and behold, every single picture has got this, you know, frown on it. I'm like, hang on a second. You know, what, what am I missing here? So along the lines, again, about like what you're attracted to, I know men a lot of times hold fish in their pictures and it's super unattractive yeah. for a lot of people, like they're holding <laughs> fish. So are there certain things women like... I have pictures of me holding fish. I didn't, so. <laughs> I didn't see you're not <laughs> It's definitely been in my profile pictures before and I <laughs> but I will, say, I will say in my defense I actually had a couple that went out of their way and said I understand why you have that picture in there because it happened to be a really good picture of me in a, in a great setting where I happen to be holding a picture. <laughs> all right all right so, but are there, is there anything yeah. like that a woman could be do a woman could be doing in her pictures that's equivalent to that you know what I'm saying like a, a fish <laughs> I found that I'm not attracted to pictures where a woman has a picture with her children in every single picture. Um, and it's like, I understand your children are important to me. I have daughters. I have grown daughters. My children are important to me. And certainly I can understand why you would have a picture of you with your kids are important to your life. And anybody who would want to date you needs to understand that they're important to your life. But when every single picture is, you know, 
here's me with junior. Here's me, you know, with, with your kids. It's like, I kind of want to date you and I know your kids come with, but I, and, and so maybe later I would be dating you and your right. kids, but out of the gate, I'd like to get to okay. know you. Okay. That makes sense. So you said you had some cringeworthy dates. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we love, you got to share like at least a couple of days. Like those are. You know. I had a gal in particular who uh, we nicknamed the psycho nurse. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a good nickname. Uh, yeah, a good nickname. A very attractive girl. She lives in San Francisco proper. I live just outside in the birds. And so I drove into the city to meet her on my birthday. It would happen to be a weeknight day. We agreed we were going to go to dinner. And so, like I said, she and I have been going out for, I don't know, approximately six, nine months. And so I drove in the city. I stopped, got flowers, my birthday, but I brought her flowers, got there. And she had a pattern of being um, awkwardly blunt at times. We're walking to dinner and it's within, a, I don't know, three, four blocks from her apartment. We're walking there and she announces and she goes, Oh, by the way, I know it's your birthday, but we're, you know, we're not going to have sex tonight. Uh, okay. You know, was there any particular reason? And she said, well, I took the day off from work and I masturbated five times. And so I, I don't think I'm really going to have any energy for that. And I was like, all right. And I was again, trying to process this on, the, on the, you know, this was not an impromptu date. This was on the calendar. It was my birthday. I certainly had expectations that we, in fact, were going to have sex on my birthday. So I was like, okay. And I was kind of trying to process that and get that through my head. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm in sales. Maybe I can overcome that. You know, and, uh, we'll see how that goes. And we went to dinner and it was in a very small Italian restaurant, like a neighborhood Italian restaurant. And the tables were very close to one another. It's, you know, kind of San Francisco, kind of jamming everybody in. And we happened to be seated seated next to a couple who was very very clearly from out of town. They were tourists, who were, and they but the tables were no more than you know that far apart from one another. And she was sitting across from me, and then the uh, hus the wife was sitting next to me, and the husband was sitting across from me. So at one point during the evening, you know, da da, and she's like, yeah, you know, and we've talked about this, but I'm pretty sure that I. I, I think I want at least the option to have kids. And I was like, all right, you know, I understand. And at that point I had announced I was done with kids. And I said, I, I get that. And she goes, so, and my birthday is September 1st. She goes, so September 1st. So we should break up October 1st. Uh, let's plan to break up on October 1st, right? And I looked and I said, and she stuck her hand across the table and she said, deal? And I looked and I said, no deal. Like, I'm not agreeing to that, you know? And the look on the guy's face, and he's trying not to tilt his head, but he's looking at me, he's looking at her like kind of side-eyed. He's like, like, you know, the story to tell all his buddies back home in Wisconsin. And then I did eventually break up with her. The I broke up with her the following weekend uh, because we were supposed to go to uh, Tahoe and uh, visit with a friend of mine who had a very nice place up there in Lake Tahoe. And it's a plus minus about three-hour drive from here. So we we're going to leave at 9 get there at noon, be there from noon to two. So at nine, she sends me a text running late. No problem. I'm sitting here at my house. I don't really care that much. At 1030. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like she still masturbating. <laughs> so I'm going to be a little while. I'm only on the road. She walks in the door and says, you're not going to be happy with me. And I just looked at her and I said, well, I'm already not jumping up and down about the fact we're 
you're an hour and a half late to go to your friend's event. I said, well, why else would I be upset with you? <laughs> I said, well, I was feeling a little constipated this morning, so I um, took a laxative. And uh, I, I don't know that we can leave because <laughs> I might be worried about this, right? And I was like, okay. So I convinced her that, well, as long as we weren't going anywhere, we, we could have sex. So we had sex. Wow. Oh, Even yeah. for like laxative use, I would be a little worried about yeah. that. And at, which, at which point she decided that I, I assured her that I would stop at a moment's notice that she in fact needed to use the facilities. So for, I mean, for both of you, that's important. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. So the clincher of the story was, is that she did some other really awkward, weird social stuff uh, while, while we were up there. We were walking to the pool at this, my buddy's resort. And at one point where she and I are walking and she looks at me, she goes, and again, we've gone out now for like nine months. And she goes, you have really skinny caps. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. He's like, you know, they're really skinny. And I'm like, okay, I get that. And then we're sitting at the pool, and my buddy Art is in the lawn, you know, lounge chair next to us. And she looks over and she, look, she goes, "There's Art. Look at look at Art's calves compared to you." I'm like, Jen, I really get it. I promise. So it was a very very quiet car ride home. I would imagine. Uh, like three hours. We literally pull in the garage. I open the trunk of the of the convertible. I grab her bags. I walk from the garage. You have to go through my through my house to the front door, walk to her car, put them down by the side of her car, said it was it was really nice seeing you again. And gave her a hug and walked inside. And I was like, we're done. So <laughs> did you did you have to like officially break up with her? I did. I just kind of said I I think, you know, she had sent a text later and I said, I, I think we're done here. So and, Pretend uh, it's October first. Right. Let's just get to October. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Shake on it. So. Right. <laughs> wow. That's. I mean, those are some really good stories. Yeah. yeah. She sounds like a funny woman. She really does. Yeah. She, she is an odd duck. I met her for dinner with a buddy of mine, and I met her and her a friend of hers. She had said, "Hey, we're in the you know area." And she and I stayed on reasonable terms. I mean, I wasn't angry at her. She hadn't done anything costly. She didn't you know burn my house down or anything. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. we, we met her and her friend for dinner and, you know, da, da, da. And her friend was just kind of looking over. And I could tell at one point her friend's like looking at me and going, why did Jen not want to go out with this guy anymore? And maybe that's just my ego feeding into it. But at one point she kind of said something to that effect. And Jen goes, well, well this guy's a sex addict, right? And, 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 and I was like, never been told my cows are really skinny. Never been called a sex addict before. But, and I just kind of, I sat there like, like silently and her friend goes, well, what do you mean? And she goes, well, yeah, I mean, this guy, we'd have like sex at, at, at you know, when we went to bed and then the first thing in the morning, we'd want to have sex again, right? And, you know, and her friend literally is looking at her and says out loud, like, well, that kind of sounds okay to me, you know? <laughs> wow. Those, oh, those were some really good ones. Had you met her on a dating app originally? I did. Somebody who I would have never interfaced with and it would never have run into organically at a music venue or a bar or yeah. a restaurant or through friends or anything like that. I don't know if you can remember, but when you think back to her profile, were there any like hints of these types of things in her profile that you can think no, of? There's not a whole lot of people who typically list out, you know, <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm psychotic. You know, right. <laughs> that's true. I'm very blunt socially. I hope that's okay. You know? Right, right. So we've done a couple of podcasts and there have been a couple of bizarre things that have happened to people, including others showing up at either their house or place of work. 
anybody show up at odd times or odd places for you? Nothing along those lines. I had one that was, when you said odd, that was particularly unique. It was a gal who I was actually connected to, I think on Facebook. And this next time she was in town, I said, why don't we get together? Uh, the weather was nice. We we're going to go to a buddy's pool and hang out for a day. And it was like a mid midweek thing. I'm like, but I got my work calendar cleared for like a Wednesday afternoon. Well, she was mentioning she was someplace else. She gets like dropped off out of an Uber in front of and she has five bags. I mean, I mean, like she is like traveling, like she's got this bag and that bag and that. And I'm like, whoa, like uh, we're just supposed to be spending an afternoon here. Like, uh, okay. And, you know, and that was the beginning of the crazy train. So, you know, and, and then she got here and was like, well, do you mind if I cleanse the spirits in your house? And I was, oh. uh, I was like, well, what would that involve? And she goes, it'll involve some sage. And I said, and then at that point I was just along for the ride. I was like, yeah, I got to see this. So, <laughs> so she burned some sage and walked around my house and was doing some, some chanting and incantations and things like that. And then. I let that run for an afternoon just because I was just so amazingly curious about how bad shit this could possibly be. <laughs> right, and, right. And then at which point she was like, oh, and now can you drive me to Napa, which is like an hour and a half away. And at that point I was like, no, I have to eat my daughter for dinner. You have to go. Like, you know, <laughs> we're done here and I will help you get an Uber. I will even pay for your Uber. But <laughs> Just get out, please. Yes, the entertainment value alone is with the fifty is worth the fifty dollar Uber. I was going to say, do you feel like you've had better success on certain apps over others, or do you feel like they're all kind of the same? Match was always when it was active. I think Match has become inactive at this juncture. But back in the day, I thought it was a good app because it, it tended to be people who were serious about dating. You know, were there had pretty clear profiles. It, it wasn't a hookup culture, uh, so. Felt like back then it was Match and Tinder, and Tinder was like, oh, I just want to get laid. And Match was like, no, I actually would like to meet somebody. And so it just felt like Match back then was was a, a good one. But I, I always liked Bumble because I always felt like it kind of put the power back in the woman's hand and so that they weren't getting bombarded, and I felt like that gave them a, a safer space. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preference of you reaching out versus the woman reaching out first? It's certainly an ego boost if a woman reaches out, for sure. Um, I had a cut and paste line that I used to use with match, you know, flattered you reached out. Thank you so kindly. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't see us as a, a match in quote. I, I wish you, I wish you nothing but the best in, in your search. Um, you know, and I always felt like that, you know, Hey, I, I recognize that for a woman, that's a, a lot of times atypical for them to reach out. And I wanted to kind of reward that if you will. And- a lot of people have said that one of the downsides of these apps is that there's so many people on them and there's so many choices that it seems men in particular may not be as willing to either commit or kind of like get over certain challenges or fights because there's just so many other people. I hadn't thought about that before, but as you say that a lot, I think that's definitely accurate. I think it's the, you know, I got a grocery store just down the street, you know, it's like, Oh, okay, well, you know, that apple went bad. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cut out that piece and try and figure out how to eat the rest of the apple. I'm just gonna throw it out the door and go get another apple. As I have gotten older, I have fewer apples. <laughs> uh, that's definitely a factor. Uh, I, I told one of my buddies, I said, I had a, the day I turned 50, I had a very, very discernible difference 
in my my search results and my amount of activity. It was night and day. Wow. Um, the, day I, the day I turned 50. Wow. So. That is interesting. Well, there's there's a lot of men that have a different age, but then like yeah. way low in their profile, they'll be like, "Oh, that age isn't accurate." But like, <laughs> and, but like a lot of a lot of them have it. Do you do women? Have you had a lot of experience with women doing that? Yeah, women do the same thing. I have mixed emotions about it because for me, you know, I had a, a multitude of friends like, "Oh, you should," you know, "I'm 58," and they're like, you know, "You should just say you're 48," you know, and and, I, and I'm like, well. Yeah, that doesn't work for me because then I have to remember a lie. If you can think of one word or phrase to kind of sum up how you feel about dating apps, what would that be? Necessary evil. That's a good one. All right. Well, it was it was really nice meeting you and hearing your stories, and we so appreciate you talking. So you're not going to call me later. We might actually. I know. I the way that Marissa was wrapping that up, I'm like, wait a minute here. I'm offended on behalf of Mike. <laughs> Have a nice life. Really enjoyed the company. Oh, oh, don't worry about it. I'll get the tab. Thank you. Right, I know. And if you need money for the Uber, we've we'll got that it. too. Yeah. 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 No, but thank you so much for talking. Yeah. To us. It was great to meet you. Bye bye.